Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer, coming to you once again at this time with another study from God's Word from the First Baptist Church of Algiers here where I'm the pastor. But this is the old Trailblazer, Pastor Albert Pendarvis, coming out with another study on the RSV Bible or the Antichrist Bible. And we're setting down some things. We're laying a foundation for this study, giving you thus saith the Lord. And we're looking there now at what the translators have done to, to this to this Bible, and we want to get back there to our study at this time. Let me show you what the translators have done to First John four three. Let's read it. Let's read it from the King James version. That's what we sell here at the Radio Bible and Book Room. I wish you'd look us up there at www.radiomissions.org. and uh, and you find a Radio Bible and Book Room catalog there. Every spirit. This is First John. Little John 4, 3. And every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is coming to flesh is not of God. That's a very dogmatic statement, isn't it? Every spirit that confesses not that Jesus Christ is coming to flesh is not of God. <clears throat> now, let me read that same verse from the Revised Standard Version. Some folks just call it the RSV. Some folks call it the Antichrist Bible. 1 John 4, 3. Now listen, and every spirit which does not confess Jesus is not of God. Now that's the difference in the translation, my friend. Listen, they leave out Christ. Do you see what they left out? They left out that phrase, Christ is coming to flesh. Any modernist will confess Jesus. They, that's what they profess, Jesus. But not one of them will confess that Jesus Christ is coming to flesh. In other words... The modernists will not accept Christ as the Son of God. They only accept him as Jesus. You listen to the average radio show or the average television show, religious show. You, you look in the modern-day periodicals. Read your Sunday paper there where they, where they have articles there by pastors. And every one of them to the T will, will speak about Jesus Sweet Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. We have folks walking around in New Orleans with T-shirts on. Uh, thank you, Jesus, except Jesus, sweet Jesus. And they call me, these telemarketers call me. And, Pastor, we want to be able to send you, sell you some T-shirts that you can sell and make money for your church. And we put on them there, trust Jesus, sweet Jesus. And I tell them, no, thank you. No, thank you. Oh, my friends, listen, listen. In other words, in other words, the modernists will not accept him as the Son of God. They only accept him as Jesus. Now, there's a lot of difference, my friend. Therefore, when they come to this portion of the Scripture, they toned it down by leaving out the phrase, Christ is coming to flesh. Any Jew will confess that Jesus came and that he was a great prophet. Any individual will confess that Jesus came. I met a man over in our storehouse one day where we feed the homeless and help those people who are burned out and those things have tragedies in their home. And we have folks who come in, get a sandwich and a cup of coffee on a cold morning. And I asked this man, I try to make conversation with him. I asked him where they're from and why they're on the street and why those sort of things. And I asked this man, I said, what about your soul, my friend? Where are you going to spend eternity? Oh, I'm going to heaven, he said. 
I said, on what basis? He said, Jesus, take care of me. I said, well, what about your, this wine you got here in your back pocket? Oh, Jesus don't mind that wine. Jesus, take care of me. My friend, that's the average person. That's it. They, they're, they're living in sin. They know it, but they think Jesus will take care of me. Listen now. Any Jew will confess that Jesus came and that he was a great prophet. Any infidel, any wino, any atheist will confess that Jesus came, that it's a historical fact. Oh, it's a historical fact. But that's where the Jews failed. They would not confess Christ. They would not confess him as virgin born, as a son of God, tabernacled in the flesh. Every Unitarian will confess him as Jesus, just a historical fact. Just like Abraham Lincoln and George Washington and, and Andrew Jackson and, and, uh, and uh, Mussolini and Hitler, that's a fact. Those facts, they're facts. I know that Hitler was a terrible person, but I never did know him. But listen, folks won't have Christ. No. Every Unitarian will confess Jesus as a historical fact, but they'll not acknowledge him as virgin-born. Every unsaved Baptist will confess him as Jesus, and that's what they do now. That's what folks do, my friend. You say, well, Pastor, you call yourself a Baptist. You know why You know why we go by the name of Baptist here at this church? Pastor Shelton came here in 1927, long years ago, wasn't it? Oh, yes. And he said when they called him to preach here, the church was called a Baptist church. And he preached here for 15 years, and the Lord awakened him to the fact he was lost and saved him. And they asked him to continue as a pastor. And he went forth preaching the great old doctrines of God's word, the sovereignty of God, the total depravity of man. And listen, the church still called a Baptist. But we've made the statement hundreds of times here, we wouldn't turn around on our heel to make you a Baptist. We're not connected with any denominational headquarters. They don't tell us what to preach. We don't send them any money. But listen, oh, my friends, listen. I, I just tell you, my friend, denominationalism means nothing. Listen, but listen. They'll confess him. They'll not confess him. The Baptists won't confess him. The Pentecostal won't confess him. He's sweet Jesus. They won't, they won't name him. They won't have him as their substitute for sin. Do you know anything about a substitute? Did you know the only way to, to be saved is someone else to pay your sin debt, my friend? Do you? Do you know that? My brother, do you know that this morning? You up there drinking a cup of coffee and uh, uh, getting ready maybe to go to work. Sometimes this broadcast is aired early in the morning. But other times it's in the evening, even at night. But listen, wherever you hear in the old Trailblazer broadcast, are you, do you have a substitute? Can you look up and say, thank you, Lord? Not Jesus. Not Jesus. Don't say that, my friend. Crown him, Lord. Crown him, Lord. I just brought a study or message last week or two on Christ or God is still on the throne. Still on the throne, my friend. Oh, man has tried to, to dethrone God and to bring him down to our level. Sweet Jesus. But my friend, that's an abomination. Every spirit, every spirit that confesses that Jesus is coming to flesh is of God. That not only means that he was virgin born and that he was the son of God, tabernacle in the flesh. Listen, the second person of the triune God. But it also teaches that he's a sinner's substitute. 
It teaches that every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ as his substitute, as the one who died in his place, does it by and through the Holy Spirit. Then, on the other hand, every spirit that does not confess that Jesus Christ is coming to flesh, that is, confess him as your substitute, if you don't uh, call him your substitute, listen, that spirit is not of God. But that's the spirit of the Antichrist. You see, my friend, Christ was born, virgin born. Did it ever dawn upon you that Christ was was in God before the foundation of the world? They said, let us make man in our image. And Christ was there, my friend, before the cycles of eternity. My mind, maybe your mind, is not able to to, to function and to uh, absorb those things, but I believe it. He was tabernacled in the flesh that he might become the sinner's substitute. No one could take your place except he was in the flesh. The second person of the Holy Trinity had to become man, that is, take upon himself a human body and come in the flesh to become our substitute and to be the sinner's substitute, my friend. His body had to be perfect. Therefore, no sin. There was no sin, my friend. No sin there. Folks say, well, he was a son of Joseph, you know. No, he wasn't. Joseph was not his father. No, he wasn't. He was the father of others because Mary had other children. and But he was not the father of, of our Lord Jesus Christ. No, the Holy Spirit breathed and brooded over Mary, the virgin there. Never had been with a man. And, and, and that holy thing which was born, was born of God. Now, if Christ be not the sinner's substitute, that is, if he didn't die on the cross in the sinner's place, then why did he die? Why did Christ die, my friend? But he is the sinner's substitute. And every individual who denies the substitutionary death of Christ on the cross or even minimizes the substitutionary death on the cross is controlled by the spirit of the Antichrist. Oh, my friend, I know, I know that's a, 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 a folks don't want to hear. There folks don't want to hear about the Antichrist. I wish you'd write me and get that series of studies on the Antichrist. It'll lighten you. It'll enlighten you. You you write me and call me. And let me let me make you this offer. You write me and you say, Trailblazer, I'd love to have that series on the Antichrist, but I'm just not able to to purchase them at this time. You write me and I'll take the money out of my pocket and send them to you as as what the Lord does for me. The Lord has blessed me and able to do things, and I'll do that. It, it, you say, well, that's a mighty big offer, Pastor. Maybe a lot of folks write you. Well, that's okay. The Lord will give me grace. The Lord will give me what there is to pay for. But you sit down, and honestly, you write me and say, Pastor, Trailblazer, I would love to have the series on the Antichrist. Oh, and I can't afford them. I'm just having a hard time. Maybe lost your job. Maybe you're on a sick bed. But you write me and say, Trailblazer, remember your offer there? And I'd be glad to have them. And I'll send them to you, free and postpaid. You won't have to pay me for them. Oh, no, but I'll be praying for you that if you're unable to, to do those things, that the Lord will raise you up, give you a good job, raise you back to your feet. And we do that. Let me, let me mention this. If you have prayer requests, you send it to us here. We don't throw them in a the dumpster like these televangelists do. 
No, sir. We have prayer meeting here on Saturday afternoon. Every Saturday afternoon, our men come together here, 15, 18, 20 men. And then across the street, our women gather together for an hour and a half, two hours for a season of prayer. Then we have prayer service every morning before we go to work. Our staff here, our workers, 15, 18 people come together and praise the Lord. And then on Sunday nights, we praise the Lord in prayer service. And and listen, folks, we'll pray for you. We call your name. We'll call out, ask the Lord for poor old individual up there somewhere in West Virginia in the bend of the creek back there in those, those hills and hollers. I've been up there. I rode through those places one time, and I see the, the, the poverty, and I see many things. But if you're hearing the old trailblazer, you write me. And I, I, the Lord just laid that on my heart. I don't usually do that, but the Lord laid on my heart. Maybe some soul out there who would say, Pastor, I'd love to have that series on the Antichrist. I want to know more about that man. And he is a man, a man uh, conceived by Satan. He'll be, he'll be the Antichrist, and he wants to destroy our, our blessed Lord. And he's coming up on the scene not long, my friend. I wish you'd pray for me. Is give me wisdom. Lord, give me wisdom. And and not to run ahead of the Lord, but to just stay with us, saith the Lord. Here at Radio Mission, we're getting out the gospel day by day. If you can use uh, good gospel literature to hand out, write me and I'll send it to you. Pastor Shelton, little booklets. We have hundreds and hundreds of them on the shelf. We'll be glad to send them to you. But let me just say, this is the old trailblazer. Pastor Pendarvis, the old trailblazer. It gets kind of weary sometimes. But the Lord gave me a quickening in my step this, at this time and a song in my mouth. Remember, my, my mailing address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Till next time, goodbye and God bless you. Pastor Pendarvis reminds you to listen to the live Sunday morning Bible School of the Air and morning worship hour broadcasts from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. These broadcasts are available on the Radio Missions Internet Radio Station. For more information, visit our website at radiomissions.org or call the church office at 225-664-8658. 